Are you ready? Oh yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham. The force is strong. And Steven. You cannot be serious! Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gaming Hub. This is episode number 192. I'm your host Tyler Singh. Thank you so much for joining us. And with me as always are my two co-hosts, Stephen and Graham. Stephen, how was your week? And don't say the obvious thing. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, yeah, what? I wonder what the obvious thing could be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, um, my week was good. My week was good. It was finals week. Um, Finally. So, you know, I had some finals to take. Uh, but I did manage to play some games and really it was after the old republic playing on saturday um and then you know a little bit of fifa every now and again i got super into one game uh i started on sunday to procrastinate from studying and i ended up playing for like five straight hours and then you're successful (laughs) oh yeah and then i played it like every free bit of time and then when i wasn't playing and i was at like up in you know in, in my bed room watching youtube i was watching videos of people playing the game and that game slay the spire and you know it's funny because uh i don't know when it came to xbox but it came to consoles in january of this year so it took me the entire year to finally start that game but oh my gosh am i addicted to it i've already slayed the spire three times as silent which is like the poison character i have i love playing as her she's she's the best um, the other two characters, like one's just a, you know, barbarian, and he's he's kind of fun. Um, and I, I, it's funny because the magic character is what I normally play as in every game, but I, I, I don't understand it as much. Um, it's not as intuitive to me. So like, I really like the poison though, because the, the little tick damage. It's I don't know. It's so much fun for like a card deck building roguelike type game. Great, great mm-hmm. game. I played like, I probably put. 10 to 12 hours into it this week alone and that's like in the very limited like free time i had this week because you know finals were just getting busy but no yeah. that was great um and and a non-video game gaming related news in my math 180 class which is like a problem the idea is to help you like understand how to solve problems so you can you know be successful as a math major but you so you play a lot of games and then ask answer math questions and we learned a card game that's like poker, um, but you play like seven hands at the same time, and it's insanely fun. And I can't wait to teach my like mom and then crush her at it, um, and then you know whoever else wants to play. But no, it's been a lot of gaming this week, um, and it's been a, it's been a wonderful week. Um, yeah, and I guess Graham, you know how how are you? You're you're also one of us. I am one of us, and uh, I'm doing quite well. Thank you uh christmas holidays is approaching get to have a break off from work yay my body is definitely saying yay because uh, definitely nice to have a break and relax and uh get some uh, catch up on some games my backlog has been growing Uh, i'm not going to get into it because it's kind of a sad story and just keeps getting sadder and then i realize other things that are on that list and you know it just keeps spiraling and we we don't need we don't need all that sadness but uh, I did jump on Fortnite because they came out with like a, a like a Star Wars uh, add-on, a timed little thing. And man, kudos to them. They're, they're smart how to do the thing. 
like in the game normally you have like your pickaxe for chopping down trees or like breaking down buildings and gathering materials well you can get a lightsaber and the lightsaber just speeds up that process like tenfold you can uh, kill people with it a lot easier than with a pickaxe and just like in real star wars you can deflect bullets so as long as they're shooting and you hold like uh i think the trigger i could be wrong on well if you're on mouse keyboard there is no trigger but yeah you can deflect all the bullets coming at you so it, it's awesome and your glider can be a tie fighter coming in so I had lots of fun playing that, and they do make it interesting. Like I said when all these new like movies come out and they try to get make some money from it because holy moly, <laughs> they want you buy a skin and they charge you like thirty dollars for like a red stormtrooper uh, yeah. suit. Like it, it's insane, but people do pay it. And why? Why but would they pay it, right? In things I learned today. Uh -oh. Disney is an investor in Epic, so they want to put this stuff in because it makes Epic yeah, more money, which makes them more, them money. more money. And so, I, you know, we really should have understood that that was the case. Like, we oh, probably yeah. should have figured that one out, um, <laughs> but we didn't. But, you know, it's true. So the there Marvel you go. Now, too, right? anytime that anything new Disney happens, it will probably be in Fortnite because, you know, they'll make a lot of money off of it. The almighty aller. It's it's basically free advertising as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get money on skins and free ads. Uh, yeah. So. No, it's, it's genius. And yeah. like I said, I don't see them going away from that because why would they? Yeah. And another game I played, um, I was playing it before a single player, but now I'm going through uh, with my girlfriend and we're playing Unravel 2. And that game is a lot of fun, especially with two people where now you just, Two, like two Yarnies is basically doing their own thing instead of you like switching and stuff like that. So it brings a whole different um, aspect to the game and lots of fun. Been enjoying that and I'm definitely looking forward mm -hmm. to getting back to it and uh, making my way through that game. Yeah, yeah. so how is that game in co Because I remember when uh, E3 last year, we remember we saw this, you know, we saw Unravel 2 get announced that it was out today. And like I yes. ran through the first one and like fell in love, and then I played the second one and then beat it before both, of you, um, which I thought was funny. But like I loved playing it by myself. Yeah. I can't imagine though uh, what it would be like with another person because I feel like you have to work together. You do. You guys, I know you guys play Overcooked together, so like I yeah, probably work decently well. Cause an Overcooked man, you don't you don't communicate. You uh, yeah. fail. Oh. I, sometimes I get yelled at, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and, uh, the, like, over a mic, there's a little bit of delay, but now when you're sitting next to the person, yeah. uh, you, you hear them right away yelling at you. So, <laughs> no, but it's lots of fun. And, like I said, two of you are just trying to do different things, but then you figure, oh, this is what we got to do. And it's like, and, like, if you're both, like, run in opposite directions, you're, like, both tugging on it. But if you're not pulling, the other person would drag you along. So it's a little fun doing that little thing. But, yeah, good games. How about you, Tyler? What have you been up to? Yeah, so uh, not too much gaming this week, to be 100% honest. Um, kind of gearing up for the holidays work-wise. And then, you know, there was another little thing this week that had my attention for a little while. And uh, But no, I spent a lot of the week kind of re-watching a lot of the Star Wars movies. Um, Why would you do such a thing? Had uh, Silly. Yeah, I had some, some decent tweeting about that as well. So thanks to those of you who took part in that. Appreciate it. 
Uh, and by the way, follow us um, at Gaming Hubcast on Twitter to take part in the conversation. I really appreciate that if you go on there and throw us a follow. Again, at Gaming Hubcast. But all that led up to going to see The Rise of Skywalker last night, which I did. Uh, that's why we're recording on a Friday. Uh, Steven, you saw it as well. Uh, so just right up front, we're not going to have any spoilers here, so don't feel like you have to shut it off right nope. now or anything. There will be no spoilers, plus Graham hasn't uh, seen it either. So uh, he, he, even though he's not as much of a fan <laughs> of the series as, as I am or, or Steven, he... I will still be angry. Wanna, we don't want to ruin <laughs> it for you. No, exactly. So, And I appreciate that. And yep. Well, is that what but, you appreciate about me? But just, like, general impressions. So when I first saw, like, the, the Twitter reactions, right, from the people who got the early screening on Tuesday night, you know, a lot. I saw a lot of, like, there's a lot of stuff to like, but I still really don't know what to think about the movie. And I'm sitting there reading that, and I'm like, and my first reaction is, that's such a cop-out, you know, to say that. But now I totally get it. Because that's exactly how I feel. Like, I loved a lot of things in the movie, but I'm still not really sure what I think about it. And it's uh, all I can say is that this is the most action-packed Star Wars movie there has been. To the point where almost too much. Like, it's you don't get any chances to kind of come down and process anything. So, for that reason, I know I need to see it at least one more time in theaters. Um to really kind of get a handle on everything that happened. But, because uh, Steven, even as you and I were talking tonight, there was one thing said that I just missed, you know? And so I, I need to see it again. But there were lots of little things, little nods to the entire series, the entire saga, which were great. Um, some really, really cool moments that if you're a fan of Star Wars are, are a great payoff for you. But Steven, your thoughts. Yeah, I I thought it was a really good Star Wars movie. Yeah. I don't think it was a good movie movie, um, but it was really fun for a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I want to go see it again. I don't know if I'll go see it in theaters. I might just wait till the 4K and that way I can watch it at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's possible I go back. Because, yeah, I did I did enjoy it. It's, it's funny because, like, those that, you know, those that know me know I have to pee a lot. And this was the second movie this year where I did not have to go to the bathroom <laughs> at all during the movie. However, Endgame? I, yeah, Endgame was the other. However, I was so thirsty during the entire movie. I was like, <laughs> I need water so bad. But I, I didn't. I couldn't even get up. Because we like, when I buy movie tickets, I buy them on the edge because like, I know that I end up having to leave. And then my yeah. buddy bought them right in the middle. And I'm like, <laughs> shoot. Thanks, buddy. Well, I guess I'm going to hold this if I have to go. Yeah. But I didn't. Like, I kind of had to go. And then it was just like, you know, it, like you said, it was just action-packed. And so there was no time to no time to go. And, yeah. And when I say action-packed, I mean, lots of movies get called that. Um, not like this. Yeah. It no, is, this was like two straight hours of it, nonstop. Go, yeah. go, go. As soon as the crawl is done at the beginning of the movie, like, you yep. jump in and you do not stop until the closing shot of the movie pretty much so yeah it definitely didn't feel like a two-hour movie or no, two and a half hour say, movie. how long was the movie two and a half hours? It's, it's, it's two and a half hours it's it like two, two hours, hours and 20 minutes yep um was because i looked up the runtime before mm-hmm. it but yeah, yeah go see it you know even if you didn't like the last jedi 
Uh, you, you probably will like this one. If you did, you might not... If you're a big Star Wars fan, you'll like it as a Star Wars movie, but you might not like it as a movie movie, if that makes sense. But I mean, we're interested here's, to hear your guys' thoughts on this. Here's the thing. It, this movie, just probably more so than any that I can think of, a lot's going to depend on your mindset going into it. If you're looking for things to hate, if you're still ticked off, you know, about Last Jedi and whatever, for whatever reason, yeah. and you go in looking for things to hate about this movie, you're going to find them. And you won't like it. And if you go in looking for things to love... And really enjoy yourself and get a payoff to a series that you're clearly invested in. If you get that happy or and or upset over things, then you'll enjoy it. And you'll come away saying, you know, there were a lot of really cool moments of that. Um, there are moments in the movie that were like, um, they, they tried your management of your emotions a little bit. Like, uh, there were some very heartfelt moments in the movie. And... And, for, and after you get invested in some of these characters over the course of, you know, what the saga is 42 years old. You know, it's, uh, I mean, there are some good payoffs in it. So I, I yeah. re- highly recommend seeing it. And, you know, Graham, I know you only see movies one time ever. So really <laughs> pay part. attention because I promise you're going to miss a lot of stuff <laughs> in it. So, all right. Oh, yeah. So, guys, this is the last episode of 2019, and as we wrap up the year, we wanted to take a second. We talked about the Game Awards last week. We want to take a second and kind of give out some awards ourselves for the year 2019, and then take just a couple of minutes to look ahead to 2020. So, we're going to jump right in and do that, and our first category is uh, the best pew-pew game of the year. Uh, Graham, I'm going to go to you first on this one. Just get it out of the way because I know you're not a pew-pew game kind of guy. So uh, what, based on what you have uh, seen and played in 2019, would you give this award to? So kind of going to go back to what I was talking about earlier from the game I played, and I'm going to say Fortnite. Okay. Because they've they've done it smart. They've done it really well. Uh, introduced Chapter 2, which was a big thing that people were waiting for. And it doesn't seem to be slowing down and to keep introducing new things to make it more interesting. And now they have like a Christmas thing going on. So, yeah. Uh, and when I've played it, I have enjoyed it. I don't quite get why it's so, so, so popular. But really? there's no arguing that it is the probably most popular thing. And it's been going strong for a long time. So without a doubt that to me, I think that that gets my award. Okay. So I'll allow that because because Chapter 2 started in 2019. So we'll allow it. Um, I'll go next because, Steven, you're the, you're the pew-pew guy. Um, Hi. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Well, at least on the multiplayer leaderboard, you are. More than us. Yeah. All right. Um, so I'll, I'll go with uh, Call of Duty. And, and just because of the campaign, I, I haven't played um, the multiplayer there yet, but I thought the campaign was pretty compelling. And really, just honorable mention, um, just shout out to Gears for putting together a really good game this year, too. Steven? Yeah, so I had Call of Duty Modern Warfare on my list until mm-hmm. five seconds ago. Okay. Um, and Call of Duty does win for best, like, first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. However, my, fe- my friend Pedro is phenomenal. Okay. Um, I thought it looked really dumb. 
when I saw it at E3. Like, just I didn't see it at E3, but when I saw the Devolver Digital, I was like, what? Like, it doesn't look that good. But then you play it and you're like, wow, this is insanely fun. Um, and so, yeah, that that's going to be my best PPU. Because uh, it came out of nowhere. And I think it is mm-hmm. really, really good. I, Call of Duty does win for first person. Though. If you're thinking like, um, you know, your typical shooters, yeah. your first person or your third person, then yeah. Call of Duty. Okay. But, Fair enough. Yeah. All right, our next category is game you thought you wouldn't like but ended up loving. And I'll go first here. Mine is The Outer Worlds. And it's not that I thought it would be bad. It's just games like that normally maybe aren't for me as much. But, man, I got hooked in that game, and I absolutely love it. I do need to go back and finish it because I got pulled away when um, when Star Wars Jedi released. But uh, I need to go back to it. I'm absolutely going to and will finish it. It, it grabbed me. It was so much fun. And uh, just hats off to Obsidian for a great game. Who wants to go next? I can. Okay. So, this one was the hardest for me, I think. Um, Because there was nothing I was like, man, I didn't like this. Or I thought I wouldn't like it, and then I did like it. Um, And, you know, my friend Pedro is on that list of games. However, it's not my winner. And I guess my winner is Crackdown 3. Um, Okay. And I'm not going to say I loved it. But I did think it was going to be very bad and it turned out to be very very fun well you finished it no i didn't i got to the final boss in one day but i didn't i stopped doing the side quest at the very end who makes it to the final boss and gives up on the final yeah what a loser like who who does that i heard somebody else might have done that this year and got Uh uh, yeah yeah. No, but it wasn't it wasn't the fact that i well i just couldn't beat it because i didn't have enough power like because I couldn't, I didn't grind the side quest out enough. Because I, I was talking to my buddy who did beat it, and he was like, "Yeah, it was so easy." And I was like, "Wow." He was like, "I did everything though," and I'm like, "Yeah, it makes sense." But I, it was fun, albeit not a, not a good game, but it was fun. Okay. Um, like it would have been a, a solid seven, five, eight back, you know, six, seven years ago. On the 360, yeah. 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 But this, you know, it's it was not a next gen game, but again. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, a good game. It's games that I thought I wouldn't like, but did. Yep. Crackdown so, 3 wins. Graham. So, for me, um, now, this game didn't come out in 2019, but this is when I started playing it, and, okay. like, this fits my award. But I'm going to go with Rocket League. Because, uh, like, I knew the game was out, and it, to me, it wasn't that appealing. I'm like, oh, whatever. You hit this ball around these cars. But when I moved at the time, my roommate was a huge, huge fan, and he played it, like, all the time. So I'm like, I'm going to try this game. And I got addicted. I was playing with him a lot, and then I played on 360, or 360, <laughs> on my Xbox One. Yeah. And I was playing, and I even played on Nintendo Switch. So, yeah, that game was a lot of fun, and I didn't think it was going to be as much fun because it seemed like a real, like too simple of a concept. But mm-hmm. it is pretty technical and complex if yeah. you like allow it to be. Yep. So, yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed that game. Steven, you want to uh, lead us into the next one and uh, give your answer first? Sure. Um, but, you know, real quick, though, on the, yeah. the Rocket League front, yeah, it is super technical. I remember we played a community play of Rocket League in one of – one of the members 
of our community was really good, like way better than everybody else. And he just yeah. was killing it. And whoever had him on the team was, it was yep. just, it was absolute nightmare. It was awful. Mm. So yeah, like there is a huge ceiling. Oh, yeah. When you do the aerials, air yeah. dribbles and like that stuff is yeah. crazy. Yeah. It looks um, really simplistic, but it's not at yeah. all. It's, it's simple so, to get into hard yeah, to master. Yeah. Hard to master. That's, yeah. the, that's the game. Yeah. Uh, but the next category, biggest disappointment. And so, you know, I had to ask because I thought it did come out this year, but I was like, is it that bad that it, it, it might not have? Because it, uh, it feels so long ago, but Anthem, like, it has to yeah. be Anthem. It's, that is Bioware. Like, I've thought Bioware's gone downhill for a while. And, but people were like, no, 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 they're still good. Mm-hmm. But are they? I think all the, the people that were good from the ba- back in the day have left because yeah anthem train wreck absolute train yeah. wreck yeah graham thoughts yours well no, i think that's a really good answer and i'd almost would go with that one but i'm not going to because that's not what i came up with so i'm not just going to steal yours <laughs> but yeah i really think they need to come out with a mass effect to recover to get some of their fans back for the absolutely lose every one of them yeah because andromeda was a disgrace I hear hints that there will be a remaster of Mass Effect trilogy, which would be awesome. But then we want a new Mass Effect that ain't Andromeda. So that would be awesome. But yeah, for me, my award will go no new Fable game announced. There's so many times we thought it was going to be like, we thought this E3, this was going to be, and it wasn't. So I... I don't know if we're ever going to get it. I don't want to think that we're never going to get it because mm-hmm. it's a huge one that Microsoft has and we want it. People want it. So yeah. that's a disappointment. So I'm not getting my hopes up again, but I yeah. hope I get surprised soon. <laughs> All right. Next E3, right? Yeah. So for me, um, not to piggyback on Steven's answer, but it, it's Anthem. Like, it, it's because of the hype behind that game and the potential that game had. I stand yeah. by saying that the combat in that game is fun. The flying mechanic is fun. But there's not enough to do with those two things to keep you coming back. And I didn't think any of it was fun. Yeah, I, I thought the combat was fun. I personally, I, I did. I thought the flying was fun, too. The world is cool and it's beautiful. But... There's just not enough of anything, and some of the way they built some of the quests and and some of the things you have to do, I I forget what it's called, but the one where you have to do the open the four like temples or whatever. Oh and my god! You have to do like the it's like it feels oh, like, yeah. like twenty five different things to make that happen. We had no idea and, too. We're like guessing it. We're like, oh yeah, I don't know what it's supposed to be, but uh, we'll just keep trying. It's it. awful. Like trying to get all those things. It just it made it not fun. Honestly, it was just not fun to do that and. It was like all the worst parts of Destiny condensed yeah. into one mission in Anthem, and it was just terrible. But Yeah, you, when I played with yeah. you guys, I was not enjoying it whatsoever. Mm. I was like, it was making me, I felt like I was doing the raids in Destiny. I just wanted <laughs> to quit. Graham, yeah. I, I was with you. Yeah, I was like, with you on that. So, like chasing those orbs? Yeah. Oh, man. And that's saying something, Stephen, because you were not at all happy with uh, the Division 2 either. I forgot that came out this year, but that was much better after. than Anthem. Yeah. I didn't even try it. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't in the mood for that at the time. Yeah. But Anthem, it, like, it was a game I could see myself going back to at one point. Yeah. 
Anthem, no? Not Anthem. Okay, that's fair. Um, we should go back to Division at some point and give it another should honest Should we, go. Yeah, like an honest try. <laughs> yeah, after um, you play The Old Republic I will. I'm going to play The Old Republic. I'm going to play The Old Republic. I believe okay. you. All right. So, anyway, uh, that is that category. See if you want to take the next one, too. Yeah, sure. Uh, best sports ball game. Um, this one's easy for me, so I'll go first. Okay. Uh, MLB The Show mm-hmm. 2019 was the best of the bunch. It was a phenomenal baseball game. It it also had a ultimate team-esque thing in Diamond Dynasty where I didn't even need to spend a single dollar, and I had a mm-hmm. very fun team to play with. Uh, I, I did get a little lucky with one of the pulls, but even without that, I had a good team. Before I got the pull, I, I pulled a Fernando Tatis Jr. card, like okay. the, future, the lead, like future. Yep. But it was a high chance at that in the pack. It wasn't that hard to grind. It was very fun. Um, I played a little online. Most of it was done offline. No, it was a great baseball game. I cannot wait for next year's version because of what my team has done this offseason. So, yeah. But besides that, like MLB The Show is, is always the best. Mm-hmm. At least the major sports titles. Yeah. I mean, NBA 2K sometimes has something to say about that. But, but yeah. not this or, year. Yeah, not they this were, year. They, they've gone downhill. So, fast, so. Um, I'll go next year and... You know, so MLB was the best sports game I bought and never played. So, yes. So we'll, we'll leave that at that. Um, again, other reasons. I, I love the MLB franchise, and there were other reasons for that uh, that that happened. So if you go back and listen to the, the mid-February episodes, if you want to hear all that. But um, for me, in an upset, something I did not think I would say, I think the best sports game maybe outside of MLB this year is NHL 20. And it, it's better than Madden. I do like Madden. I think Madden this year is good, and I think some of the criticisms of Madden are unwarranted. It is a little too easy to run the ball this year after being too hard last year, so maybe next year they'll kind of find that, you know, sweet spot in the middle. Well, it already might have changed. They, they Oh, the, the complaints now are worse now than they ever have oh. been. Yeah. So, I mean, like the pro, the, the pro players, you know, um, are – constantly talking about how it's way too easy to run the ball so anyway uh but honestly like nhl is fun this year it's good we had a good time playing the um the playoff mode yeah in the eashl we had a good time with that and uh i you know i went into the franchise mode and created an expansion team and did that that's fun as well so yeah a good game solid game and uh yeah that's that's my surprise winner in that category graham Wow. I am surprised, and you probably won't be surprised, but I also choose NHL 20 Mm -hmm. because I don't play a lot of sports games. Uh, So I am a little biased. NHL is the series I've always played. I love my hockey. I love my NHL series. And this game has improved greatly, especially with NHL 20. They made up picking up the puck a lot better and, like, moving it, and they made it more realistic. They made... The saves, hard, it's a lot harder to score, which I don't really have a problem with. I like that they try to make it more difficult and make you more, uh, just make it more realistic, I guess. And no, it's great. NHL 20 has been awesome. All the add-ons and uh, yeah, All NHL right. 20. That's my word. Sounds good. Graham, do you want to kick us off into the next category? or? Sure. Right. Uh, category is best action game. Okay. Uh, you want me to go first? As yeah, well? go for it. I choose the Outer Worlds. 
hell. I haven't played a lot of action games, and there is action in this game. Some of you guys might argue, is like, no, it's not an action game, but I say it's an action game. Game is a lot of fun. Uh, if you're a fan of Fallout, which I am, and even like of the old Fallouts, because it does ha have a hint of that in it as well. Uh, lots of fun. Uh, love my Fallout games, so and like I said, good job uh, for Obsidian. So just just for clarification here, we'll include the like action adventure category into this as well. We'll lump it all together. It's not like the Game Awards where it's like two separate ones for whatever yeah. reason. So Stephen, you want to go next? Okay. Yeah. Uh, mine is the game that won Game of the Year from the Game Awards, and that's Sekiro Shadows or Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Okay. Game's amazing. Yeah. That's all I need to I, say on it. Yeah, I, I bet you if I had played it, I'd agree with you. I just haven't played the game, so I no, you wouldn't. Well, because you couldn't get you. I don't know if you would get past the first boss. I don't know how you are with the patience there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. At the, the Dark Souls, I'd love yeah. to see you play Dark Souls. Would you? I would. Really? I, I would. Know. So, <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna agree with Graham on this and go with Outer Worlds. I, I just think it's a phenomenal game, and. Uh, I do want to throw some love out to Control as well in that um, category. So, All right. Um, I'll introduce the next one. The worst thing of the year. So, who wants to go first on this? Uh, I can. Yep, go for it, Graham. So, you are Mr. Negativity. You should kick us off <laughs> here. It was Bethesda's handling of Fallout 76. Okay. Uh, like... They had opportunities to make right step in the right direction, but they're like, nah, let's go off this cliff. Nah, let's step on this nail. Look at this rusty nail. This looks like mm. we could step on it. And I had a lot of faith in Bethesda. And even before this game was announced, I thought this was going to be the greatest thing ever. And then they're like, it's going to be online only. So then people are like, mm, I don't know. And I really wish they didn't go that route, online only. But even if they went that way which they did they could have pulled it off better and not try to like dupe their like loyal fans and get more money out of them so mm -hmm. yeah i feel like they wish they could just skip 2019 and went to 2020 and not had all this issues but, and grandma good news good. for you what you know where you can put all those rusty nails where in your canvas bag Yes. <laughs> I did get my replacement. Got. Yes. Yep. How many months later? Like seven months? Oh, it took but a long get, time. Yeah, long time. But you finally got it. Yeah. All right, Stephen, worst thing of the year. Well, you, you made me go first. And I, full disclosure, I came up with my idea after Tyler told me his. Yeah. Because um, it was really hard to pick, like, what, what the worst thing. It was It was a pretty good year overall, unless I'm missing something. Oh, there's some contenders. Part. There's some contenders. Um. Yeah. I just can't think of any, but the one I can think of was when Death Stranding released. Oh my God, the gaming community was awful. Um, how, it was either it like defense, blind defense. It was tribalism. All, it was blind defense yeah. or blind like attacking, and you mm -hmm. know you'd only pick the arguments that suited your point of view, and it was ridiculous. And like play the damn game, you know. At least if you watch the reviews, and then you you know made. Your, your judgments, I, I, I can kind of get it. But some people were like, no, 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 no. That, those don't count because they were too negative. Those don't count because they were too positive. I know. Like, I played the game. I liked the game quite a bit, and I want to go back. It's just mm -hmm. I haven't yet. And 
I want to play more. Yeah. But that whole month was, or two weeks, because it really, you know, pattered, spittered, or whatever. Puttered out. There we go. Is that right? Sputtered? Yeah. Sputtered out. As quickly as it came. Sputtered out of the gate. So, there... Well, I meant the... Yeah, just went <laughs> yeah. away, but... <laughs> um... But no, there were some contenders. We can revisit EA's handling of Anthem at post-launch, like in how their roadmap, you know, was an invisible road, apparently. Um, yeah, but I already gave that disappeared. to Anthem, so... Yeah. So, but that, wanna... that was a bad thing. We, you know, we could talk about um, some things for me 3 like, you know, you can make an argument that Sony not attending, while it might be the right move for Sony is maybe not the best thing for gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, some other things we saw at E3, like some some decisions some individuals made. Um, while I forgot about that. On the floor. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, that and, takes the spot. Yeah. I, yeah, but see, that's the thing. I'd forget about it because, like, so, when the negative stuff comes... Well, we, we can't, wanna... and being that we're on a, a platform, we can't call out other people by name anyway. So, um, mm-hmm. it's... Uh, by that platform, I mean Mixer. So, anyway... Um, so we won't do that, but the my award and there, there's other contenders here. I'm not going to go through them all. Um, in fact, I would kind of like to nominate plagiarism guy again, but we can't. I and kinda, I and I will say, he came out and said, you know, admitted to and apologized for it in a sincere fashion. Just you know, let him be and let him try to do whatever at this point. So, anyway. My uh, my award here is just for the general discourse in the gaming community. Like, and really, when I talk about that, I talk about on platforms like YouTube. It is driven by outrage and people who cater to that group, and it's unfortunate because it makes gamers look like the worst stereotype that's always existed. Yep. And it's really unfortunate because most people don't think that way, and most people that play don't act that way about stuff. Unfortunately though, the loudest voice by far are those that do. And it makes everyone look like that. And it's really sad and it's unfortunate. And you know, um, if you want to do that to, to grow a channel and build a channel, make some money. Cool. Just, you know, there's a cost to that at the end of the day. And that's, uh, I guess that's all saying that, but you know, we saw little things like we talked about people accusing like at E3, you know, Microsoft telling people when to applaud. No, they weren't. It was for people that were hearing impaired on the wall. Like get your, you know, I almost said a bad word. Get your stuff straight before you start slinging arrows. That's I guess all I would say. Um, anyway, uh, so anyway, let's, let's go from there to the best moment of the year. And, who would like to go first on this? Steven? All right. Well, I there's an easy case to be made for what just happened last week um, for the best moment mm-hmm. of the year. However, I'm going to go with we all got to go to E3, which was one of the coolest things we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, so much fun. I have two from there that I'll, I'll go quickly. One was having the appointment with CD Projekt Red to see Cyberpunk 2077. That was awesome. The other was meeting Tim Rogers twice. Uh, that was fanboy video game experience. I, I'm i a huge Tim Rogers fan. I, I love his videos. 
and everything he does for Kotaku. So yeah, those two were my favorite moments of the year. Now, obviously the the Xbox is probably the best like video game related one, but well, you haven't given, have given awards, Stephen. You don't say all three. I did. I gave it to mm-hmm. us going to E3. Yeah. So, Graham, are you gonna take your little obstacle thingy at and the Fortnite booth at E3? Oh, uh, did no, you forget I about that already? I kind of forgot about that one. But uh, that was fun. That will, well, for us. Yes. Mostly. Well, it was more fun for us. Yeah. My best moment was going to E3. So mm-hmm. that was a part of it. Uh, seeing things behind the scenes like that not everybody got to see. A lot of, a lot of cool mm-hmm. things. Uh, the whole experience of E3. Yes. Doing the gauntlet for the Fortnite, making mm-hmm. a fool out of myself, slash uh, kicking some butt, you know, all that. Yeah. But yeah. That was a great time and uh, definitely was a highlight of my year. Yeah. So um, if I'm going to go the non-selfish route here, I'll say the the One X, or not the One X, my, my goodness, the um, Series X. One X. And, and really, yeah, but really it's not like um, they did clarify Next Gen is not called Series X or Series anything. It's just Xbox and then each individual one will have a different um, series attached to that. But the announcement at the Game Awards, it was unexpected that, you know, we knew it was going to come eventually, sometime soon-ish, but we weren't expecting it there yet. I don't think a lot of people were, and to see it there was no. really cool. So that one and the non-selfish one, but then the selfish one is obviously getting to go to E3, and I'll give one specific thing. Um, so being uh, being in the Microsoft Theater for the Xbox presentation was just awesome, and it was so much fun, and... You know, getting to talk to people in line and while we baked out there in 100 degree heat and yeah, and then oh going and then going inside and just, you know, getting to experience that with Keanu Reeves coming out on stage and, and just seeing the atmosphere feet away from us. Yeah. And just understanding how different it feels and how different the atmosphere is in person versus what you see on stream on, on you know, Twitch or Mixer or whatever you're watching on um, when you're watching from home. So it, it, it was really fun to be there. It was really cool. And that was my personal, like, best uh, moment of the year for, for gaming. So, um, Graham, do you want to introduce the next one, second to last one? Sure. Uh, this kind of will go hand in hand in hand for me. Uh, most fun you had in gaming this year. Mm-hmm. And mine was trying out the Oculus Quest. Uh, like, I did try PSVR, which I thought was amazing. I played super hot, a lot of fun. But I played Oculus Quest, uh, Quest and I played phantom covert ops and man like tyler you were there you couldn't see what was going on you could just see me sit in a chair and just being so happy and excited and like like just like you didn't know what i was doing but i was having a great time and this was a stealth kayak game and it's the perfect vr game you sit in a chair and you feel like you're actually sitting in a kayak and you can like rock back Mm. and forth and it was just so realistic, and I was just so engulfed in this world. And, and especially, Graham, because they're shooting in the game, and you still really enjoyed yourself. I'm Yeah, you know. and I was terrible in this game. Like, <laughs> terrible. But it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, I wasted all my ammo and then I like from sniping because I kept missing. And then I'm like, <laughs> now I got to like try to sneak up on them, <laughs> which didn't really work out. But no, it was a lot of fun, and... If I had a ton of uh, disposable income, uh, I would definitely have that game and the Oculus Quest. Yeah. 
Yeah, so um, good answer, and uh, I do remember how much fun you had with that. I was actually surprised that you didn't go like online on your phone and order the thing. Yeah, I know. Right after, because once upon a time, Graham was known for really impulsive purchasing <laughs> habits. Yeah, his ten thousand dollars Lord of the Rings collectors. Yeah, yes. So, which he one day, which he once admitted to purchasing. I d- yes. On stream. That was this year. I, yeah. I will reveal it. That was, that that was almost my favorite moment of the year. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, for me, it is, man, this is a tough one. I'm still trying to kind of decide. But for me, ultimately, it's um, Control. I had so much fun in that game, and it was just such a great experience. And I, I had high hopes going into it because what I love. Star Wars, eh? Um, no. Um, and, and I'll explain why real quick, but, uh, remedies games I've always loved. I've, you know, even quantum break, I enjoyed ish, but, uh, control was just so good and so much fun. And the story was great. Um, star Wars Jedi fallen order is very, very good. Is it perfect? No. And does it have flaws? Yeah, it does. So control was a legitimate game of the year contender for good reason. And it was some people's game of the year. IGN gave a game of the year. And, you know, and there's a reason that it was awarded that. So, um, you know, good. it's a great effort by them. And, and I just had a ton of fun in it this year. So that's, that is my uh, most fun I had with gaming this year. So, Stephen, how about you? Yeah, uh, I'm glad I went last. Mm-hmm. Um, my most fun came 11 months ago. And, oh, I'm trying to do the subtraction here. Yeah. My most fun for sure was Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. Like that game had been t- 12 years in the making, right? And then I finally got it. And it's not even done. Um the new DLC will come out of uh, basically I'm I'm annoyed that that PlayStation gets it a month before Xbox, but I'll live. You think they'll have some Frozen 2 cuz I have to. Um hopefully, hopefully I know that was Tyler's favorite part from Kingdom Hearts 3, but... The end? Yeah, no, that was 100% my, my most fun thing in gaming. Okay. Like, nothing even comes close. All right. Fair enough. So, Steven, do you want to lead us into the next one? Yeah. Um, so, obviously, next one, last one, uh, game of the year. But I don't want to go first. Okay. Um, I will. Okay. It's man, it's close, and it comes down to two games for me. And I could go with the third just based on hearsay and all of that, but I won't. I'm gonna stick to what I've actually experienced, and I'm going to give it to Control ever so slightly over the Outer Worlds. And here's why: I think Control, the the atmosphere there, the just kind of the the art style in the game. The and the storytelling in the game is just fantastic. It has flaws. It has some, um, you know, gameplay mechanical flaws to it, but it's it's overcome. That that's a remedy thing. I mean, those those are nothing new for them, but it it's overcome by just the quality of the story and and the atmosphere of the world that you're playing in, which by the way is one building, but it seems so much bigger than that. So it, it's fantastic and i can't recommend it enough so it was better than i ever hoped it would be graham so i'm gonna go the one that you just edged out and that is um the outer worlds 
because this is my type of game. Uh, the characters, the dialogue, the choices, the outer space, like such a fun game. And like maybe it would have been control, but for some reason, like I really wanted to play it and then kind of uh, it didn't really grasp me. So the Outer Worlds that game is a lot of fun. Like I said, that I'm a huge Fallout fan, and this is closest me getting Fallout Five so far. So yeah. All right, Stephen. This one is hard. Um, it'd be easy to go with the other other choice in Death yeah. Stranding. Um, but I'm not going to. I'm gonna go with Fire Emblem Three Houses. I love okay. that game. That game was a perfect to me. Uh, I love the story. I love the combat, I, the tactical nature, the character writing, like all. It was just perfect. I loved it. I loved it so much that it's my game of the year. It was, yeah, it, right in the middle of summer. Fantastic game. All right. So. Awesome. So those are our awards for 2019. And before we get out of here, guys, let's let's look ahead to 2020. And let's just, three things each it's we're looking forward soon. to. But before we say the three things we're looking forward to each, in 2020, let's just agree on a general rule that the new consoles are going to be one for each of us, so let's not include that. And we're all, we're all looking forward to the new hardware. So there's going to be a lot of repeats there. Um, I'll go ahead and go first here. And um, Steven, I don't, I'm not going to take yours away from you, but I'm hoping that uh, Skull and Bones actually does release in 2020 and we actually get to see it. I've um, really had a lot of, uh, you know, anticipation for that game since we saw it for the very first time. And I was disappointed when it got delayed, so I'm hoping that it's actually still on its way. All right. Um, I thought you guys would have it, so I didn't put it on my list, Mm -hmm. but I'm changing one. Obviously, Cyberpunk 2077. Mm -hmm. I am... So, 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 so excited for that game. Yeah. Okay. Graham? Graham. Okay, so uh, my number... Well, I don't know if these are in order. No, just throw uh, one out. Dying Light 2. Okay. Um, I really wanted to play the first one at the time it came out, but I think I was in school at that time and couldn't afford it. Uh, but after seeing Dying Light 2 and we got to see uh, behind the scenes at E3... Uh, the fact that like all these little like decisions you make like changes the outcome and I I'm really hoping this game comes out and without any major issues and mm-hmm. scores big but yeah, yeah this is one of my highly anticipated ones for sure okay. so my next one is a game that I didn't even know I wanted at the time and it was not on our radar at all heading into e3 last year but when we experienced it I walked away. Uh-huh thinking this is one of my absolute favorite and most look forward to games, and that is LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. And it is coming in 2020. I absolutely cannot wait. Uh, What they've done with the gameplay for a LEGO game is phenomenal. The detail, uh, just everything they put into it, it, it's made with a lot of love for the franchise, and that'll go a long way with me. So, yeah, absolutely that game. Yeah. Um, Mine... I'm hoping we finally see that game that Graham was talking about. <laughs> um, but I'm going to let him have that 
uh, Splinter Cell. I hope we see a new Splinter mm-hmm. Cell. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. can't wait. I mean, uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist was amazing, and we need a new one. Mm-hmm. So, Graham, now you can have the other one. So, I'm not actually saying that. Uh, then mine was actually Fable 4 and Splinter Cell. Give I us think both. Just, I think it's just going to be Fable. I don't think they're going to go with Yeah, four, it's, right? well, yeah, but it's yeah. the fourth Fable. Or, well, yeah. yes, it's the fourth because I don't count the other one. So yeah, the other one don't count. So mine, I'm going to go agree with Steven, is Cyberpunk 2077. The Witcher 3 is probably the best game I've ever played. Uh the character is amazing. The story is amazing. Everything about that game is amazing. So there's no way that they can completely botch Cyberpunk 2077. And from what I've heard from Steven, because he's got to see uh, the demo behind Scenes 83 that we did. Well, not demo, but uh, some gameplay. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Uh, I know it's completely different from The Witcher 3. But it's the same people, and I have the utmost faith in them. And this game is going to be awesome. No doubt in my mind. All right. So uh, my last one is, uh, as we look forward to seeing the launch lineups for the new consoles, seeing Xbox's upcoming surprise announcement, which will be the ultimate um, crossover game, be called um, Gears of Halo Forza. I'm just kidding. Ah, no, I'm just kidding. We won't do that. No, what I'm looking forward to probably the most next year is E3. And not any specific thing, but I want to see the atmosphere and the excitement around a new generation launch. And I just I think that's going to be a different atmosphere from what we saw this year in 2019 in Los Angeles. I fully anticipate Sony will be back in LA this year. I'd be really, really surprised if they're not. And I, I just think it's going to be such a great, fun atmosphere there. For everyone with the new consoles well you know i'm just months away at that point and seeing the launch lineups that are going to be available and all that type of thing it's just going to be awesome it's going to be a lot of fun so that's my number that's my number one thing for 2020 well would you look at that my number one thing was the same thing going to e3 2020 and seeing those new consoles in depth and wondering will we play anything on them at e3 2020 yeah, I think it's a good chance we do. Graham? So that could be our first time playing the new console. Mm-hmm. So there you yeah. Go. I, um, so I wasn't thinking about moments like that, but That's uh, okay. so I'm just going to go what I got. And mm-hmm. I also went with the Lego Star Wars okay, cool. Skywalker Saga. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that game. Either. That game looks so much fun, and it's all nine movies yep. into a Lego Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. and yeah like first i was gonna do the hardware but you're like no we can't do that one so i'm like i gotta pick yeah. one i'm like oh yeah that was a game that i mm-hmm. really really enjoyed like watching gameplay of and the fact that you can destroy all that stuff, like yeah the the time and effort and like what they did to make that game is just oh, mind-blowing yeah. so taking think, legos to like you yeah. know the snow like and the them. dirt yeah. to get them that's crazy yeah yeah no i love the the lego star wars games in the previous and this looks mm-hmm. just so much better than that because it's, oh, yeah. it's now like open world it's open so, world yeah yeah, yeah th- so. that could be the dark horse game of the year contender right there mm-hmm. <laughs> and certainly in the family category it would have to be right oh and, for sure you know this, this year the family at the game awards was all nintendo games and i think that's gonna be a different story next year so that yeah. Yeah, i mean that won't even be a dark horse in that category that yeah. would be 
favorite. It should be one of the favorites, yeah. yeah. Unless it just gets really messed up, which I don't think it will. So, yeah. all right. It, I mean, the, the game looks in very good hands, and it was it was really, really cool to get to see it. So, all right. Guys, that is it for 2019 for us. And uh, before we go, do we have any announcements to make? No? No. Play okay. some games and enjoy your Christmas right. and New Year's. All right. So, everybody, um, when we... Well, the other holidays yeah. are so great. So, yeah, everybody have a great holiday season. Whatever it is you celebrate, don't, you know, be be safe, though. It is a fun time. It can also be, you know, a time of poor decisions for some. So, don't do that. Yes. And uh, have, have no, a good, safe holiday season. We'll be back in 2020 with episode 193. But uh, until then, just thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, not just for this episode, but throughout the year. We, we appreciate yeah. it more than you know. And sure. as we continue to grow, we'll be bringing new things in 2020. We can't wait to talk about those on the next episode. And, you know, uh, we have some pretty cool things planned. So going forward that I think are going to help take us even to that uh, bigger and better heights here in 2020. Can't wait to share them. But uh, for now, for Graham and Steve and I'm Tyler saying thank you so much for joining us for 192 and for 2019. And we'll be back uh, Stephen, the old joke. We'll be back next year. We'll see you next, next year. Next decade. Yeah. Next decade. So, we'll, uh, we'll be back with 193 in January uh, early on. So, have a great holiday season, everybody. We will talk to you soon. Yeah, we'll be seeing clearly everyone. next year. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it with family, friends, playing some games, having some good times, sharing some laughs, and eating some good food. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Care, everyone.